Welcome back. It's episode eight here at Tech Headlines Today, where we bring you the top tech headlines in an easy listening podcast. Before we get into the weeds, we have an announcement. We're doing a giveaway this week for a $50 Starbucks gift card, and it is super easy to enter. All you have to do is to share this podcast on your social media account and make the post public. Then go to our website and let us know that you did that. Submit the contact form with your information and a link to the post. That's it. One entry per email address and all entries must be received by Saturday the 12th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. And then we'll pick one person at random and announce the winner on next Monday's podcast. We'll send a digital Starbucks gift card to the email you submitted with the link. So help us out and share this podcast with others and you could be sipping a latte on us. And now let's get into it. Satellites used to track hidden methane emissions from fossil fuel producers. Scientists have used satellite imagery to quantify the volume of methane emissions produced during fossil fuel extraction activities and used it to estimate the impact on the climate. The fossil fuel industry is the major contributor to climate change, with emissions of methane approximately 30 times greater than that of CO2. To get their data, researchers analyzed Sentinel-5P satellite images for two years and found that 1,200 methane plumes were released from fossil fuel extraction, and they believe the emissions of methane from oil and gas extraction sites are just the tip of the iceberg. A study in 2018 shows that limiting emissions from oil and gas extraction and distribution could yield billions of dollars in net savings for the countries in question. Last year, a University of Bristol team said that the Earth's observation satellites are essential tools for tracking the progress of climate change in real time and holding nations to account when monitoring their progress in meeting Paris Agreement goals. Google Stadia has been deprioritized. Another year, another Google service being shut down. Google has reportedly deprioritized the Stadia game streaming platform it launched in 2019. Insider reports that Google wants to use Stadia's underlying technologies in a new service called Google Stream that other companies will be able to use to stream games. The company is reportedly looking to form partnerships with Peloton, Capcom, and Bungie for Google Stream. Presumably, the service would eventually be made available to other companies as well. The decision to focus less on Stadia and more on game streaming technologies makes sense as Google abandons products if they don't work. Google hasn't been happy with Stadia's growth and has offered free Stadia access to YouTube premium subscribers, given away hardware, and run other promotions. Google said in a statement to Insider, while we won't be commenting on any rumors or speculation regarding other industry partners, we are still focused on bringing great games to Stadia in 2022. With 200 plus titles currently available, we expect to have another 100 plus games added to the platform this year and currently have 50 games available to claim in Stadia Pro. Microsoft is changing its approach to new Windows 11 features. The Windows Insider Programs dev channel will now be used to test experimental features, some of which will never make their way into Windows 11, relying more heavily on the Insider program. Windows 11's dev channel will now be used to incubate new ideas and control the state of individual features. The dev channel allows Microsoft to take more risks and creates a more clearly defined boundary between the dev channel and the beta channel. Microsoft is planning to offer a window to switch from the dev channel to the beta channel if you prefer less experimental features. 
Nike cries foul over virtual shoes, suing retailer that sells sneaker NFTs. Sneaker giant Nike sued online reseller StockX in New York federal court on Thursday for selling unauthorized images of Nike shoes, marking the latest lawsuit over digital assets known as non-fungible tokens. Nike said StockX began selling unauthorized sneakers and promised to redeem the tokens for physical shoes, quote, in the near future. The complaint said StockX had sold over 500 Nike-branded NFTs. The lawsuit said complaints about the NFTs, quote, inflated prices and murky terms of purchase and ownership, and buyers' doubts about the legitimacy of StockX's model have hurt Nike's business reputation. Nike said it will release, quote, a number of virtual products later this month in conjunction with the digital art studio RTFKT, which it acquired in December. Discord is testing forums, new mod tools, and homepages that surface hot topics in some servers. Discord will start testing a handful of new features in some of its biggest communities this week. The social audio and chat platform got its start connecting gamers for online play, but it's grown into one of the main ways to build a thriving online community, complete with custom emoji, live events, topic channels, and a whole suite of third-party plugins that can do everything else. A Discord server is kind of like a real-time subreddit, but for larger communities, the conversation can get lost in the mix, and as communities grow, things can get unwieldy. Discord will test three experimental features this week. The first new feature gives servers a forum-like channel to surface older content and let conversation topics develop over time. Discord will test a homepage-style feature that collects hot topics, similar to the news channel found on many servers. They are also testing a new automated tool that will allow the company to welcome new users, scan for bad behavior, and kick people out when they break the rules. Discord Group Product Manager Rick Ling says that Discord is, quote, designed for communities of all shapes and sizes, and will continue to invest in tools and features. Nature Lover, it may be written in your genes. Researchers from the University of Queensland and the National University of Singapore looked into the heritability of two types of traits, love of nature and time spent in nature. Using data collected by Twins UK, the most detailed and extensive twin study ever carried out, the team compared the genetic heritability of two types of trait, how strongly a person feels connected to nature, and the amount of time they spend in nature, in more than 1,000 sets of twins. They found that identical twins were more similar to each other than fraternal twins when it came to nature visiting and garden visits. Genetic differences among people may influence the psychological connection they have with nature and may explain why some people have a stronger desire than others to be in nature. Researchers say as more and more people living in urban areas are reporting lower levels of well-being and are at a higher risk of mental health disorders such as depression and anxiety, the study highlights the importance of bringing people closer to nature. Major vulnerability found in Argos CD. Security researchers at Apiro have discovered a significant software supply chain zero-day vulnerability in the popular open-source continuous delivery platform Argos CD. A vulnerability in the Kubernetes Helm chart allows attackers to access information outside the user's scope. Apiro did report the attack to Argos CD on January 30th, 2022, and after discussing the vulnerability's extent and impact, the vendor has created a patch to fix the problem. The rise of defense tech is bringing Silicon Valley back to its roots. 
The timeless quest for national competitive advantage has accelerated with globalization. During the Cold War, the United States and the USSR fought an ideological and a military race, but never won over consumer products. No Americans were interested in buying a Soviet toaster. Now the lines are blurred. Countries are fighting across their entire economies in every domain of warfare for advantage. Technological supremacy in consumer and enterprise products feeds directly into the great power race for air, land, sea, space, and cyber. Many people in Silicon Valley want to work exclusively on defense tech to protect the American homeland and its allies from adversaries despite some high-profile protests against working on national security contracts. We're seeing the emergence of new air threats, swarms of drones with no human operator, dubbed, quote, Costco drones by U.S. generals. In space, Russia tested a direct ascent, anti-satellite weapon that destroys individual satellites, which could destroy GPS and the global communications that depend on them. Silicon Valley and startup founders are competing asymmetrically every day, identifying their weaknesses and exploiting them relentlessly to create competitive advantage. America today faces the greatest challenge to its competitive advantages, but its values and influence still offer us immense soft power, and defense tech is the next big sector for Silicon Valley. Tennessee College hit with ransomware. A cyber attack on a community college in Tennessee may have exposed the personal data of students, staff, and faculty. Attacker struck Pellissippi State Community College, PSCC, with ransomware on December 5th, 2021. The digital assault shut down online network connections to all five of its campuses during finals week, disrupting online exams. All the college's connected PC workstations and most of its servers, including the operating system and files, were encrypted. The attackers also changed the passwords of every user. What I can say is that this is not going to be a quick fix, said Pellissippi State Vice President for Academic Affairs, Kelly Toon, at the time of the attack. There have been other schools hit, and by all indications, it can take months to rebuild it. We can rebuild it, and we will rebuild it, but it's going to take time. The attack left staff and some of the college's 11,000 students unable to access email or Microsoft Teams. Apple begins the Great App Store cost negotiation. Apple has begun the Great Negotiation for App Store Commissions, providing a slight concession to developers seeking payment systems other than its own. But for now, only in the Netherlands, and only for dating apps. Apple has been told that it must allow developers selling dating apps in the Netherlands to offer consumers the chance to use a third-party payment system. But Apple is also under pressure to do the same thing in South Korea. Apple has made its model for the Netherlands available. Sales of apps made via the App Store pay 27% commission. Apple is cutting the 30% commission it charges to 15% for developers who generate less than 1 million in sales in 2021. Regulators must consider that a law governing one firm must be applied to all retailers. This is not a cut and dry issue, and the most important question is how much retailers can reasonably charge for third-party products on their platforms. Apple will reportedly hold its next hardware event in early March. Apple will host its next hardware event on March 8th, according to Bloomberg. At the event, it will reportedly announce a new iPhone SE, iPad Air, and new Mac computer. Bloomberg said that the new iPhone SE will feature a 5G modem, a new processor, and a better camera. The new iPad Air will get a processor refresh and 5G connectivity as well. Apple is also planning to release iOS 15.4 sometime in March, 
which will add support for Face ID even while wearing a mask. House OK's sprawling competition bill that aims to boost U.S. chip manufacturing. The House passed the America Competes Act, which provides $45 billion for the U.S. to strengthen supply chain links and support manufacturing. The massive America Competes Act would plow $52 billion into supporting domestic semiconductor chip research, development, and production, which would speed up a $20 billion factory being built in Ohio. The House bill would also hold websites accountable for counterfeit goods sold on their platforms. Israel's record-breaking year. In 2021, the Israeli ecosystem saw the total funding raised reach a new peak of $27 billion. That is more than double what was raised in 2020. Almost a third of the year's funding came in during the fourth quarter alone, amounting to $8.1 billion. The security and fintech sectors are responsible for most of the funding raised for the Israeli ecosystem. As COVID-19 accelerated the digital transformation, the growth of the security and fintech sectors is consistent with the growing market needs. The number of mergers and acquisitions the Israeli ecosystem saw in 2021 shows that it has matured as a whole, but that it has also bounced back from the hiccups of the pandemic. The mergers and acquisitions of 2021 happened across all stages and markets, from early stage to exited companies, with both Israeli target markets and foreign targeted markets. What is most interesting is that in 2020, Israeli companies participated in many mergers and acquisitions as the acquirer, which is a 56% increase to the previous year. When to take a stand against AI. Our digital landscape continues to develop at a rapid pace. The last couple of decades have seen some enormous leaps. This applies to both how advanced technology has become and to how we have adopted it into our lives. Artificial intelligence has become particularly prevalent in various areas. It's present in your smartphone, it aids in traffic management, and it helps make business activities more efficient. Data manipulation is beneficial for AI software, and it helps companies make better informed decisions. However, we need to draw an ethical line in order to prevent skewed data manipulation. Part of the issue here is that AI is, by its very nature, intended to be a faster analyst and learner than its human counterparts. This can make it an agile tool for assessing a target network for points of vulnerability and exploiting them. A recent report stated that AI-supported password guessing systems are already more efficient than traditional techniques. There is also an internal risk from less honest AI developers who build elements into the software to collect and share sensitive data. One of the most striking ethical risks in relation to AI at the moment is the potential for bias. These software platforms may have some element of autonomy, but they're only as fair and accurate as the data being fed to them. As such, it can be purposefully or inadvertently influenced by the personal biases of developers, organizations, and even the segment of the population engaging with it. As artificial intelligence becomes more familiar, organizations must take steps to prevent data manipulation adopt strong cybersecurity protocols, and adopt a hard line against algorithmic bias. Fujifilm warns macOS users of firmware incompatibilities. Try not to keep more than 4,000 files in a single folder. Fujifilm has warned its customers that a firmware issue can prevent them from viewing images on macOS, but only if they have more than 4,000 files in a single folder on an SDXC card. Fujifilm says the firmware allows for 9,999 frames to be stored in a single folder, but macOS is only able to handle 4,000. 
If the card is accessed with an external memory card reader, some files may be inaccessible. The company says users should limit their photo folders to 1,000 frames and not attempt to transfer movies larger than 4 gigs to the system. Facebook owner Meta adds tool to guard against harassment in Metaverse. Facebook's parent Meta Platforms is launching a new tool to make users feel like they have nearly four feet of space between their virtual avatar and others in its immersive VR platforms. The company said it would be building on its existing hand harassment measures and allow people to activate a bubble around their avatar if they feel threatened. Meta's vice president of Horizon, Vivek Sharma, said the company would continue testing and exploring new ways of helping people feel comfortable in virtual reality. Can we expect hydrogen fuel availability? In the summer of 2020, the Port of Los Angeles received 10 heavy-duty trucks, each having one defining component in common, a hydrogen fuel cell. The 10-truck effort for hydrogen power was supported by a California government grant known as ZANZIF, or Zero and Near Zero Emissions Freight Facilities. Through ZANZIF and collaboration with the energy giant Shell, trucks were built using Toyota's heavy-duty truck kit. The kit included two integrated fuel cell modules, two motors and a transmission, a high-voltage battery, and a hydrogen storage facility. The hydrogen fuel trucks were tested against high temperatures and high altitudes, including the 40-mile Grapevine stretch to Pikes Peak in Colorado. Diesel-powered trucks are significant contributors to harmful black carbon emissions, but hydrogen fuel cell technology allows heavy-duty trucks to operate with clean, pure water as the only emission. The Zanzif grant included several commercial hydrogen fueling stations for these heavy-duty trucks. Michigan plans, first in the U.S., wireless electric vehicle charging road. Electron has been tapped to build the mile-long section of road outside Detroit. Governor Gretchen Whitmer has announced that Michigan plans to have the nation's first in-road wireless charging system for electric vehicles, or at least part of it, operational by 2023. As we aim to lead the future of mobility and electrification by boosting electric vehicle production and lowering consumer costs, a wireless in-road charging system is the next piece to the puzzle for sustainability. The system, which is supposed to be able to charge moving and stationary vehicles alike, will debut in a mile-long section of road outside Detroit. An Israeli startup called Electron will lead the design, evaluation, iteration, testing, and implementation of the pilot program. Electrified roadways have the potential to accelerate adoption of electric vehicles by consumers and fleet operators alike, Governor Whitmer's office says, by enabling continuous vehicle operations and turning public streets into safe and sustainable shared energy platforms. And that's a wrap here on Tech Headlines today. Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow.